0: okay,
1: Alan. Right. Welcome to the PNA Benchwarmers podcast, episode twenty-two. Your PNA Benchwarmers are back. Ramon, Carlos, and Rob, say what's up, Ramon.
0: What's up, man? How y'all doing? Yeah.
1: Say what's good to the people, Carlos. What's good to the people? <laughs> I called you Carlos instead of Los that Time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're back again talking sports. What do you guys want to begin? Man, we, we that's got that's a lot. We got a lot to get into. Yeah, I know. We really don't, but, I mean, we can act like it. Come on, we got, <laughs> you know, we, got we got. About it. to get into, man. I mean, it's still fun. We got the playoffs in the
2: midst of the playoffs. You know, playoff hunt for the NFL teams. You got NBA teams kind of finding their swing. We got the NBA, you know, teams find out who trash and who not, you know. And so we probably about to see some trades and stuff go
1: off with that, man. It, it's about to get fun, man. The holidays here, yeah, you know. The holidays. <laughs> yeah, well, we can start with Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette and his one game suspension. It came out today that he appealed it but he failed, so he'll have to serve that one game suspension for his activities this past Sunday. <laughs> I think that Leonard Fournette forgot that he's a football player, and not a boxer. <laughs> right. All right. First of all, how the heck do you appeal something that is all on camera? It's not like it
0: wasn't me. I yeah, guess he, so. oh, I he guess fantasy players out there, I know they pissed. Me, me being one of them, I got Leonard Fournette on my team, and I basically need this win to get in the playoffs. So I got my number one player that's going to be sitting out this weekend um, because of the fight. But like you said, he forgot that he wasn't a boxer, forgot that he wasn't, you know, back, was in the seventh ward or anything like that, and <laughs> <laughs> and, and it squared up. But, I mean, at the end of the day... He was really trying to look out for his teammates and really just standing up, so you know yeah, I can't I mean really special
1: yeah i mean he i mean I own Lil' for in the fantasy league too uh but Fortunately, my team is deep in their league, so I'll be able to, you know, adjust. But I'm glad they he got this suspension out the way before fantasy playoffs yeah, start yeah. next week. So I mean, but, but one note on that though, man, I think you know, for
2: those people that are dealing with, you know, the Leonard Fournette suspension, if it ain't too late, you know, I've seen a couple of my leagues. Carlos Hyde is a good pickup, and they, that's a player they traded for a couple of weeks few weeks ago you know just for these type of reasons if for them went down with an injury again you know Yeldon has shown that he's not a guy that can handle the full load he can be your passing down guy but mm. um you know Carlos Hyde
0: is a good pickup for you know players out there you know somebody that can she's gonna probably get you um you know 12 to 15 touches this next game I believe who they play the Colts yeah yeah they, they play the Colts this next game and so I mean
2: know I'm not saying Colts is any pushover by any means but you know I'm not saying they're the top defense against the run either so I mean I think he'll be a good plug and play for the players that's dealing with this suspension of
0: um Leonard Fournette this week yeah I agree with that especially definitely in standard leagues he'll definitely be a real good pickup I think if you look in in PPR leagues and if Yeldon still is floating out there which I think a lot of people probably got him stashed on the bench at this point but if he is floating I think that he's a more viable option in PPR. But definitely standard wise, I think Carlos Hyde, I think that's a good call out right there. Yeah.
1: Great points. Yeah. Great points.
0: So what's up with that team though, bro? Right? Like what's up with the Jacksonville Jaguars?
1: Like the quarterback play all starts at the head with the quarterback. Uh, Black Borders has always been trash, but for some reason, because of privilege in my eyes, white privilege, you know, he's giving chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. And he's proving that, you know, he's just average at best if, if he's able to stay on the field. And I, I really under—I really never understood what, what was the Blake Bortles hype, you know? It, it, it depends.
0: He's had his moments, his little spurts. Like, actually, last year, especially, I guess, going into the playoffs, he actually played well for a, a little extent of time. But it's just been always kind of up and down for him. When you invest a top three pick into a quarterback, I think they kind of give him, you know, have given him as much time as they can potentially give him, and then want to seem like they wasted that pick. But, you know, at the end of the day, he really don't have it. He's really not a special quarterback. He's really at this point playing below average. So, you know. So at this point, the best case scenario for
2: Blake Bortles, and you know, the truth is, the best case is he's a number two quarterback. You know, he's he'd probably be somewhere give you a solid manager game like he did now, you know, and they lean heavily on the run. You know, he, he pretty much they limit his throws. You know, you don't want that as a quarterback where the team and the defense can pretty much predict, you know, what you're going to do. You know, after a while you're going to figure that out. You know, teams have got, you know, tape on this team from last year when that, that, that formula worked for them. Solid defense, run the ball, you know, limit, you know, uh, Blake Borders, Blake Bortles throws, you know, that's gonna. That's not, that can only work so long, you know, you got to open the offense up, and so teams pretty much got his number now, and so that's why you're seeing them probably, them struggle this year, because their defense is not as good as they used to be, and then you got, you know, uh, Fournette who missed time this year, so they couldn't really lean on the run this year, and so it really exposed Blake Bortles to the player he is, you know, and so that's, that's the frustration with the team, you know, they really just got to find that quarterback,
1: they don't have it with Blake Bortles. No, they don't. And I want to talk about how Jalen Ramsey put his foot in his mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talking about he, what he said, he was trash. Yeah, um, he's talking about Josh Allen. Josh Allen was trash. And, and then he was,
0: was calling other people, other players out there, pointing them out and saying they were trash and all that.
1: Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that it's, I don't know what Jalen Ramsey is trying to do. Like, I like his competitiveness, but I think, do you think he need to scale it back a little bit? Or do you like the trash talk? I like it. I like
2: it, you know. It, it gives you something to talk about. It gives you something to watch. It's like, okay, is you know, will he step up to the occasion? You know, it's almost like he missed
0: the last few games, right? This is his first game back, um, the quarterback for the Bills. I can't think of his name. About Josh, Josh Allen? Allen? Yeah, Josh Allen. He missed the last few games, right? This is his first game back, right? I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> it, this
2: shows right here that he wanted to be healthy, ready for this game because I know we heard the chirping and the stuff from this offseason from Jalen Ramsey and so that that kind of stuff it makes the game interesting man I I feel like we don't have enough trash talking a lot of people that we don't have enough people that keep it real like Jalen Ramsey if he felt that way say it you know and I I I think you know I think Josh Allen had a good week you know don't get me wrong against him but I kind of still lean that he's not a great quarterback you know. He's still young, he's still a rookie, but he had a great game and he backed up and he proved to him
1: that hey he can't play in this league, though I'll give him that much. Yeah, I, I mean I, I like I do like the trash talk. if, if it's within reason, I think that sometimes with Jalen it's like he just wanna talk to himself so talking. <laughs> like some of the stuff he's saying, like Josh Allen is not trash. What he what Josh Allen went number two and what was nah, he, he was uh number seven?
0: Uh, yeah. He it was a like top ten, top 10 pick. I mean he was like yeah, I number I seven or something right, right there. Yeah. But
1: you know, he's a top ten pick. I mean he's not trash, you know, like he just say like crazy stuff sometimes. Like I, I like the tra- like I agree with him with the uh with some of the comments we made. We talked about on the podcast. Uh, I, I can't remember what he said that I agree with. Uh, was it was it about black borders? Uh, no, he wasn't talking about his no, own no. quarterback. <laughs> Not it was He like said he talked about Matt Ryan that like, Yeah, Matt Ryan, about- Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. I don't know why I got them confused, yeah. but yeah, like I agree with him about Matt Ryan. But some things he say just to say, you know. And that's when I have a, you know, it's kind of like shut up, you know. But like you know, just like you say, Los, I like some of the things he says because it brings that competitiveness out of those out of players, you know. But right. I, I think. wish some
0: of his battles he would stick to kind of a wide receiver type thing. I want to see him yeah. call out some of the top guys and yeah. see what he, you know.
1: He called out Tyreek Hill. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it, I don't know. I mean, but the thing about it, too, it takes a lot to talk about as a corner because, you know, better offense beats great defense every time, you know. So, it's kind of like, you know, for you to talk as a defender, you know, what are you going to do? What, what is there that you can do in Tyreek? Heels coming at you fast, full speed. You think he's about to do a curl, and then he shoot up the field yeah. again. Like he's one of the fast. He is yeah, the fastest that, guy yeah. in the league. And for him to do that, you know, it ain't the best corner in the world. Couldn't stop that.
0: Yeah, and then plus you add on top of it the way the rules have been changed and altered in the game. that really more so go towards the offenses' way. It's really difficult to play defense in this damn time. Yeah. It's difficult to. To lower and go and hit somebody, you got to be constantly thinking, I almost got to break my neck to make a tackle because I'm trying to make sure I ain't leading with my helmet and all this kind of stuff. So, it really puts the defenders in a tough spot in this day and
1: time. Yeah, I think the league wants more points on the board. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's what sells tickets. That's what they feel. Yeah, so I agree with that. The league do want that. Um,
2: The point I would make on that, so the league is going away from the the violent game, you know, like uh, Ramon alluded to, you know, they're going away from that. But what they can sell now is the more points. They can sell now is the fantasy football to make people want to watch the games and stuff like that. So that's what the league is selling now. So that's why, you know, the rules are being beat more now to more points. And that's why you're seeing, you know, the most points that you've ever seen, you know, this season, scored in the history of the NFL, you know, the league. That's what their selling point is now in which I love it, you know. I mean, we want to see scoring, you know. Now, sometimes I like to see a good deeps of game, but we like to see scoring, you know. We want to see scoring, especially if you're involved in fantasy football. And so, you know, it's, you know, especially that last Monday not against Tennessee Titans with the Rams and the Chiefs. You know, that was a historical game. You know, people
0: love that game. You know, you have some people that'll say, oh, where was the defense? Blah, blah, blah. But that's where the league is going these days. Yeah, yeah. Um, my only thing with the league on that is that, of course, I mean, they're not going to come out and say, we changing the rules because we want blah, 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 this and that offense. They try to, to me, play up this player safety stuff too much as if that's the only motive of them changing these rules and stuff like that. But you hear players come out and say, well, then why are we playing these Thursday night games? Mm-hmm. We come and get beat up on a Sunday or maybe even potentially on a Monday. And then a couple of days later, when we could barely get out of bed by Wednesday or something like that, then we got to come back and play on a Thursday and so I think that the league, you know, they try to make it, oh, we're just concerned about player safety, blah, 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 this and that. But really, at the end of the day, it's exactly what you're saying. It's really another, to me, motive behind a lot of this stuff, you know, with the rule changes that they made. Um, and just that game, like you said, to me, it wasn't just, you know, just offenses flying up and down the field, even though some people may view it like that. I thought that the defenses were putting up a good effort out there, you know, the turnovers that were forced out there. To me, it was different from watching like a college football Big 12 game oh. where it's pretty much like you playing practice on yeah. a video game with no defense on the field when you in that mode. That's what that was kind of like. But to me, the Rams and Chiefs game was really kind of back and forth. It, defenses were trying out there, but you just got Tyreek Hill that can fly out there, like you said, 60 yards and you can't do nothing with him. And then, you know you can count on the, the Rams' side with all the weapons they got. And so, you know.
1: Yeah, I agree. it's staying in the same, comp- in the same division, man, how good is Lamar Miller when he got protection? Man, he ripped off a 98-yard run. That run was impressive to me.
0: Yeah. Imagine
1: Like, I didn't know that he, I. I mean, he had such a bad, like, Texas, I guess they line finally kind of getting it together, but, like, prior to him, like, that run, I forgot how fast and explosive he is, bro. You
0: got me a fantasy win on that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so I, I like it, though, man. I like
2: that Lamar Miller is finally starting to show up, man. Um, and that, that team, that Texans team, is another team to watch out. They're the first team in NFL history to start going three and win the next eight games. Game, so they're eight and three. They're the first team to do that, so that's kind of crazy to think about. A team starting 0 3, I couldn't imagine being a
0: fan of that team. Your team started 0 3, you just like, oh man, you know, <laughs> that's it. You, know, you, know, you, know, it kind of, you run off eight straight games, you know, that's that's
2: crazy to think about. So, I like that team it was a fun team. You know, you got a young quarterback, you got D Hop, you know, they lost Will Fuller this year, but they added the Marius Thomas to that team. You know, you got two book defensive players on that team and Jadavion Clowney and J.J. Watt. So, I mean, that team is a team to watch out in the AFC. The AFC is sneaky good, you know. Mm. The NFC, I know, gets talked about a lot. But the AFC got some teams now, you know, with the Steelers, with the Patriots, with the Chiefs, you know, and then you add in
0: the Texans, you know, they got some good solid teams over there, so yeah, that's, that's a team to watch out. There's another team that then won five straight over there, too, you know. Yeah, he's talking about Indiana, Yeah, <laughs> <man. laughs> The Indianapolis Coast, then reeled off five straight, and Andrew Luck been looking, yeah, you know. How, little, how it, good has he been? This, comeback this player of the year, yeah. man. That should be yeah. locked up at this point. Andrew yeah. Luck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are not on TV a lot because y'all, so tra- y'all were so trash, but you no, know, that I think that that's why a lot of people sleep on how well Andrew has been this year. But he's been really, really good and he's been in you know right. he's in the MVP talk.
0: And that and that's too with his weapon first of all, he doesn't have a ton of weapons in itself, but you look at Jack Doyle has missed time, he hurt again. But even you look at has Ebron up. has stepped up big time. But then you look at even two, T Y has, you know, kinda of been in and out this year. He's rolling again now, but you know, you look at, it's not like he has a ton of weapons already. And then some of his main weapons have been hurt this year. And you look at what he's doing and producing, you know, we get, you know, that, that running back that was kind of hinting about coming over there. <laughs> we get him over there he's as well. Man. It could be a, a tough situation.
1: I want to talk about the line. Like, y'all's line was so... That was the problem with y'all over the years. Yep. But uh, y'all drafted uh, your boy out of Notre Dame. Quinn Nelson. Quinn Nelson. And it seems like he's made a difference.
0: Oh, yeah. He's, he's a beast among that line. Um, he's made a big difference. And then, um, I'm forgetting the kid's name out of Auburn that we drafted. We really went heavy on trying to address those needs. And really, our draft picks, you know, I ain't going to try to make this into a whole coach like podcast or segment or nothing like that but i mean (laughs) i draft (laughs) (laughs) right right i mean i draft piece you look at your sleeper darius leonard heading up to the nfl draft he was one of your sleepers yeah he didn't turn into one of the best rookie defensive players leading all rookies in tackles at one point he was leading the league in tackles um they addressed the needs along the line and so Team really been playing well. Look, look like he's peaking right now. If um they continue to reel off the wins, he'll be like an outside MVP candidate. I mean, nobody is really stepping up to yeah. Drew Brees right now. Yeah, or yeah. even, you know, kind of Mahomes still kind of somewhat being in there. You throw, to me, golf and Gurley in there as well. Yeah, um,
1: even, uh, even Sam Dawson. Am I saying that right? Not to no, talk you, you talking about Aaron Dawson. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you yeah talking man. About Sam. man. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get his names right eventually. <laughs> yeah,
0: so you look at all those guys, but luck is one of those ones that he's an interesting one kinda, of, you know, in that race. So, you yeah. know, I can finally talk about my squad again.
1: Yeah, that's that's that, you know, that's that's interesting. So y'all y'all division is getting a little competitive. Getting a little yep. more competitive. Uh but you did mention Le'Veon and, you know, the comment that he made under uh I think it was the ESPN post where, you know, he you know, well, ESPN might have said, "Oh, you know, talking about how luck was doing. Yeah, he showed kid all kid his and like latest games. Yeah, put only if you only could, only could imagine and put the the geeky eye, eyes, eyes on there. Yeah. So could you? I, I mean, if you if you put Lady on in that backfield, man, y'all y'all will immediately become contenders. Yes, in ALC, legitimate contenders. That that will be insane. You know, like you no know,
0: occasion. tell tell people why."
1: Speculating right now, man. Tell the people. Man. Why what? We're speculating Le'Veon to the coach. Why are we respecting him?
0: No, speculating. Speculate.
1: Oh, because yeah. of the post. Yeah. We explained it. Oh, my bad, my bad. Okay, <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you got to be on it, bro. But yeah, no, that would be huge. I mean, Luck obviously hasn't had a talent like that in the backfield, you know, his entire career in Indianapolis, and you look back, I think about the days. That's the one thing you're missing. Right, I think about the days where Peyton Manning had Adrian James back there in addition to him having Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne and all those targets like that. So you give luck, someone like that Mm -hmm. in the backfield, oh, man. And that's that's pretty much another receiver as well with the way that Le'Veon can catch it. So, man, that would be tough. But, dude,
1: man, will it happen?
0: I don't know. The reason why I don't know is because we will have the money. I say that. But Ballard, our GM, has stated pretty much that he's committed to building through the draft. And he stated that that's how you build long term is through there. And so that's why he's gotten the guys to Darius Leonard, to Quinn Nelsons and all of that. Um So I don't know. If he go against his philosophy, but to me, I mean, that's what I want him to go do. Go get yeah, Le'Veon. You got the money, hey, why not yeah, sign him? Pay him that bro. money and still, we still got a ton of draft picks, so we can still attack it that way as well.
1: Yeah, you just got to hope that young has been keeping up with his condition. I mean, he's not as old as Dez Bryant, but it's different between being in shape and being in football shape. And you have to kind of think like with Dez, what happened is that maybe he was in shape, but he wasn't in really football yeah. shape. And that's kind of how that unfortunate injury happened. So, you know, hopefully, you know, Le'Veon, when he gets back, you know, he has... He does have an injury, you know, past, but, you know, hopefully he comes back healthy and in shape, you know, with whoever gets him.
0: Yeah, it's going to be definitely
1: interesting. Yeah, so... Um, so, I mean, so, I guess we really had, like, like, four conversations in that conversation. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask you, Rudy, who you think was the lead... You're leading the MVP race, but uh, you pretty much answered that. You said Drew Brees. Oh, he's, he's the guy yeah, right now. I agree. I, I you know, we look at a team that started off, you know, uh, one zero oh, and one. We lost, lost a bad. That was a bad loss. Yeah, a bad loss in week one, and then you come back in week two against the Browns, and we barely squeaked by them. You know, and then we finally got it clicking. You know, only two interceptions on the whole year. Oh, I hate it. Really, to see that it's really yeah.
0: it's really one interception yeah. in my opinion because yeah. if a receiver getting that, first of all, that was at least holding. Yeah. But a, if it yeah. wasn't, it really was passing appearance yeah, to passing me. The but point. at least holding, and so that's how he got his second interception. Right. I don't think that one would have happened, but yeah. it is what it is. That's what counts on the right. stats. So right. So, so I mean, so, hey, hey, go ahead. i was so
1: gonna say, going forward, I know you're talking about
2: the Saints. Think has the best shot to beat y'all though. You know, you got the Panthers twice. You got the Cowboys coming up here yeah. on Thursday. You got the Steelers. Who do y'all think have the best chance to to
1: to beat the Saints and knock off their streak right now? I think the Cowboys. I mean, we beat the Panthers three times last year, didn't we? So I mean, I think the Cowboys would like make us a like, give me a legitimate concern only because they find the I guess the 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 bell finally rung in Dallas and uh coach gary was like oh we're gonna give it to zeke <laughs> you know like i mean you when you got a guy like zeke you feed him man like you he's a bell cow you get him get him the ball any way you can and they, that has finally clicked for them amari coop has turned out to be a good fit like i thought he would and um you know when you have a running back like that and that's what kind of concerns. you know we the number one russian defense in the league They kind of just concern me because they're one of those teams that has has caught fire at the right time. They're they're very confident. They had that swagger. So I think that if we don't go enough focus and, you know, going to Dallas thinking that we got an easy game, I think that they could very well knock us off. Yeah, DeMarcus Lawrence came out, and he was talking his trash, man. He was talking his trash, and he was talking confident. You know, he was saying, you know, they have – and then he said pretty much to the extent
2: of, you know, everybody has a plan until they punch in the mouth. You know, that type of thing. And so, I'm, I'm really, this Thursday game is going to be a good one. I just hope it's a close game. I think the Cowboys, the Cowboys have the right formula to beat the Saints. And that formula is a solid defense. You know, their defense is young. They have fast linebackers. Yeah. And they have a run game. Meaning, the run game means you can keep Breeze off the field. And so, that's how you're going to beat the Saints. You know, if you allow them to shoot out with them, only a couple teams can do that with the Saints. You can't play the Saints game. It's like the Warriors. You can't have a shootout with the
1: Warriors. When they're fully healthy, yeah. you can't play their game. You can't play the game with the Saints. You know, you have to you take have to your be time. Nasty. You have yeah. to force turnovers. Yeah.
2: You know, you got to keep
1: Breeze off the field. Yeah, now I will say this. We did, you know, about this. We held one of the, the best the best running back in the game right now, Ty Gurley, in check pretty much. Yeah, outside his two touchdowns, but yardage wise, we held him, rushing yards wise, we held him pretty in check. So, I mean, we can do it to Todd, I don't see why we can't do it to Todd. And
0: I don't think that the Saints have allowed a 100-yard rusher this season yet. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that they've allowed that yet. So, like you said, I mean, the Cowboys, they do have the formula. But I still, I just still can't really put stock into it. Um, Just the way that the Saints have been kind of dominating everybody. Like, they honestly, it wasn't their best game against Atlanta. And they still... dominated dominated. them. So it's like the Saints are kind of playing at another level right now. And I just don't think that the the Cowboys are in that upper echelon, that top tier. I think we've already kind of shared in previous podcasts who are in that top tier. I would put the Cowboys a notch or two below that top tier. So um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how the game plays out. I know Dallas is going to be really up for the game. um, But – I don't know I can't put stock into them actually beating yeah them. I
1: think ultimately we win and like you said I mean against Atlanta I told people I was like man that wasn't the prettiest win that, but we still played enough to, to beat them but I I was saying that we just had played Sunday and then we had to come back and play Thursday and I think they had a lot to do with it and then I see we playing again Thursday this week who gave us a shot in the stick because you're supposed to get a 10 day <laughs> yeah. gap, you know so so I'll say this last oh nine. 9
2: the 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 Saints won the championship. They also had a winning streak. Do y'all want to guess who
0: was a team to beat them and knock off their winning streak that season? Oh, it was the Cowboys. The Saints it were thirteen. The yeah, they were thirteen and zero at that point.
1: Yeah. yeah. The Cowboys. So hey, history repeats itself. Yeah, and then this is a bit of rivalry. I got friends that's Cowboys fans. I can't wait to talk trash to them. So
0: yeah, I just hope y'all feed Alvin Kamara. That's all I really. <laughs> that's all you care about. <laughs>
1: uh, Mt. Yeah, Michael Thomas was talking his stuff too. He said don't bite off more than you can chew, <laughs> and that's real talk. He talking. To, I guess that was a response to the Marcus Lawrence. Don't bite off more than you can chew. So we'll see. <laughs> like, I love the trash talk. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see tomorrow night. It'll be it'll be fun. I, I'm going to try to stay up, man. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got See so you make it. it past the first half. Yeah, right? hopefully I'll make it past the first half. <laughs> maybe it's the day before Friday, so maybe I'll treat myself to the game. <laughs> so um, so uh, I guess we can move on to the NBA. Uh, did we talk about John Wall and the Bradley Bill situation? Not, it's kind of ironic about it. I mean, I guess I'll start here for the listeners that don't know. Is that it's been rumored, or there, there's been reports that came out to say they're saying that the Wizards are looking to trade anybody on the roster, is is open to be tra- being traded. That's including Bradley Beal and John Wall, and uh, you know it's interesting because a couple podcasts ago I can't remember the exact number, mm-hmm. but we talked about that. Yeah, is it time to I blow to, it yeah. up? Yeah. And uh, apparently the GM and executives are along that same line of thinking, thinking it's time to blow this thing up, and it, it hasn't been working. Uh, it seems like the team morale is down. You know, it, it's reports that out of practice, John Wall uh, said "f you" to the, to his coach. So, I mean, it's 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 real nasty down there in DC right now. Yeah, I, I I don't I mean I think it is time. To yeah, blow no,
0: it is definitely time to blow it up. And to me, now they probably wouldn't want to more so trade this guy. But Bradley Beal is the one they're gonna have to trade. And the reason why I say that. It's because John Wall's deal is just untradable. Unless it's a team like the Brooklyn Nets or somebody like that, which I don't think, I know if he totally even fits there, but the Brooklyn Nets that's going to have cap space that may not be able to attract like a top-tier free agent that they may just want to trade for a guy like that, absorb him into that cap space that they'll have, maybe that could be potential but outside of that, man, no one wants to pay John Wall on the back end of that deal. Like he's about to jump into that part where he's getting paid forty million a year and all that kind of stuff, and no one wants to really pay that. So I think that Is you know, worth it. I don't even think it's no. worth it
1: now. He was. I think when he signed it, I thought that his ceiling might have fit into that deal, but I don't think he's worth that anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't think so either.
1: And and and. I think Bradley Bill is a – I think you could get more for Bradley Bill than you could for John Wall anyway. I think Bradley Bill is the more appealing uh, trade asset. But, uh, yeah, Washington, they, they tried it and, and it didn't work and they struck out in free agency so uh, multiple years. So, it, you know, it's, it's it's probably time to rebuild that thing. like oh, yeah. Bust it all up and start all over again because Oubre has been a disappointment. They feel like they could draft him. And he could be able to fit in with Bradley Bill and John Wall. Um, Otto Porter. Otto Porter. They feel they paid him a lot of money Dignan, too. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't. If you're not able to compete in the Eastern Conference without LeBron in it, which the Eastern got better. Yeah, the Eastern, business, is. you know, they are better. But I'm just saying, you know, you, they're not even relevant. You know, I don't. They've only won like two games. Last they year they, won, they, won, they won. They won a, won a couple, couple more since, since
0: then. then. Yeah.
1: So I mean they're not looking good at all. What you think, Lowe? I, I agree, man. Like I, it's just it's
2: time to blow that thing up, man. It's it's time. It's it's like you know when you got you invest that much money, you give all these players maxes, and you are a sub-bar team, and then you're getting into it with the coaches. You tell the coaches f you and all that type of stuff. You know it's time it's time to give it up and and, and start over. You know sometimes it just takes that. It takes that, that time, those hard times to see that, hey, maybe this ain't working. How far has that team really
0: gotten, the, the furthest they've gotten with those stars? Mm-hmm. Well second, second round? round? Second round. Second yeah. round. They had that seven-game series with Boston. Yeah, so, I mean, the team really hasn't really shown that they can even compete. You know what I'm saying? Second round,
2: that, that's nothing. You know, get to a, a, a Eastern Conference Finals, and then we go, okay, we were close. You know, but if you only get to the second round, this team hasn't competing. You got all this money going out to these, these players. These players clearly aren't getting along. They said it was uh, Gortat, you know, last year, and they got rid of him, you know, and he—that's clearly so it wasn't him, him. He wasn't the issue. Then you seen last year when John Wall went out, players were throwing little shades and stuff at him, saying stuff like, "Oh, you know, you could you know, when you share the ball, you win games, you know, and you know that type of thing." It's like it's time to blow it up, you know. And I, I honestly. John Wall is a player, you know. He kind of—I've never really been the biggest John Wall fan. He's athletic, and I, me, and uh, Rod was talking about this when I was in town. I was watching a game with him, you know. And he's—he's he's a John Wall fan. He is athletic, and he'll make a play here and there. that will kind of wow you. But as far as winning the game, making plays, and making plays for your team, he really is not that. He—he's like a—a a, a point. He's a shooting guard. But don't have a shot, you know. He doesn't really. He's not a really good dish. I'm just not a good big John Wall fan, and so I don't think he's he's good, you know, unless he's in the right situation, you know, where he has a passing guard or something, you know, a passing team, you know, or something like. I don't know. I don't even know what a, what a good situation for him
0: would be. Yeah, I think they kind of stuck with him, though. I I really don't see how they can get away from that contract. So that's gonna be. A tough situation. Um, I like, like I said earlier. I think really Bradley Bill dealing him is kind of their only way out to start kind of blowing up because
1: yeah, they even they even got the White Howard, you know, yeah. the big free agent. They thought <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna turn things around
0: as he's done everywhere he's recently been. Yeah, right? he's played
1: for like half the league. Yeah, right?
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> he's just on a league tour right now. Yeah,
1: he's just on his he on his farewell tour. Right? <laughs> How you on a retirement? me? I, 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 he only like 30, what, 32? 30, 30, 33 maybe? Yeah, he's something like that. He, it's like, you think he's a 38-year-old, like Vince Carter, just going everywhere, bro. Right. But, yeah, he, you know. But, you know, the thing I want to talk about, he was in a scandal. And why, like, out of all the jerseys that they could have put him in, all the teams he played, and they put him in a Lakers jersey? Because, general, Lakers you, you jersey. know, we the
0: biggest brand out there, bro. The... the Number one NBA team out there. Even, recognition. As Lakers fans,
1: we don't even claim that. No, not out, at man.
0: all. Not at all. So, that that's the only reason. It's the recognizable brand of Lakers, you know, so.
1: Yeah, I don't even want to get into what type no. of <laughs> No, <make>. no. <laughs> Knicks. I can, Knicks. <laughs> yeah, I can kill Knicks. Yeah, I can kill <laughs> about, yeah, right, I don't even want to talk about that. But, uh, yeah, man. So, you know, I think the Wizards need to, you know, yeah. blow it up. They
0: yes. definitely need to blow it up. They really got no chance out there. And the thing about it, as we were saying, still the East is showing signs of being a little bit better this year, mm-hmm. a little bit more competitive. And so when you look at the teams, the Torontos out there, you look at, um, you know, even Indiana, that's a solid squad. You look at the way milwaukee been playing. You look at what Philly can do. And then if Boston picks up the pieces, which I think eventually they will, I mean, there's just no... No light at the end of the tunnel out there for the Wizards, you know.
1: Well, let's stay in the East. Let's uh, talk about your boy, your boy, Ramon Markell.
0: Oh, come on. My boy. You got Markell folks inside. No. What's
1: going on with your boy? I don't
0: know what's going on with Markell folks, man. Um, All we know is that he's still getting the opinion from the second opinion from the specialist. (laughs) How many
1: opinions he going to give, bro? Like, it's just the... The ultimate just, weirdest thing I've weird. ever seen in my life, bro. It's weird. Like, it's the weirdest thing. I don't know if it's meant, I think it's part mental. It's like, yeah. it's part, I don't know what it is, bro, but it's like, you know, you saw Amara a Cooper teaser him yeah. with football right. celebration by this quirky free throw shot. But, and I'm sure it's stuff like that being teased like that on national TV on Thanksgiving that's not helping his mental space. But, you know, I don't know. Like, I didn't know who the guy was prior to him being so highly talented. I know he averaged like 20 points as a freshman at Washington. But, I mean, I didn't see why he should have went number one. But, you know, you know, he did. And ultimately, like Lo said on our last podcast, it's just something with the 76ers. All their rookies get hurt. You know, from Ben Simmons to Joel Embiid and now Markel Fultz. And even a rookie that they drafted, this shit got hurt. So, you know, it is something weird with that man. It's crazy.
0: I think he got to be in another setting, another scenery. I just don't see it working in Philly for him.
1: I don't think there's even a, a role for him in Philly, honestly. With no. Ben Simmons, when they discovered that Ben Simmons can really legitimately be legitimately be a point guard, they really don't have a, a use for folks. You know. So, so there was a rumor came out that the
2: Sixers uh, actually offered, uh, or the I'm sorry, the Cavs actually offered.
1: The Sixers they pick and Markel Fultz. That makes California. no sense. They got Colin Sexton. I'm sorry. I said they really don't make any sense because they got Colin Sexton. Yeah, they do. But the Six the
2: the Cavs right now are just you know as you can see with the trade they made today, they're just trying to acquire young talent.
0: Yeah. You know, and
2: if they hit on this young talent, then they're good. They're a team that's rebuilding right now in the Cavs. So, yeah, it may not make sense, you know, because they already have a young player, but if they can get a young talent, you know, you look <laughs> you look at his game when he played in college, you know, Mark Foles is more of a scorer anyway. He's not even a true point guard. Yeah. And so he could play that combo guard. You know, they don't really have to necessarily You know, him start at the point guard for the team. And so I think him right now, Marquette Fultz, is finding his position, finding his niche, and finding out what he's going to be. Either he's going to be an off-the-bench, you know, scorer, or whatever it's going to be. I just really think right now it is time for a new setting, like you guys mentioned, because the dude is, is, is like he injury after injury, you know. He's, you know, his can his, they say it's his shoulder, his free throws, and his shot is off. You think he figured it out, you know, and then he don't figure it out. It's just he got to get with somebody that's going to clear his head and say, hey, play your game. You know, somebody that's going to cut on his college film and say, hey, this is what you used to do. You know, play your game, this is how you used to shoot it. You know, somebody
0: that's going to really break it down and pretty much screw it in his head that this is you. You you are a bad man. And right now, a lot of times with basketball, it's confidence, and I think he just don't have it anymore. Yeah, and I honestly, I kind of disagree um, with you, Rob, on the whole, you know, the Cavs thing wouldn't have worked. I think it could potentially work, and I think him and Sexton could potentially, you're looking at two guys that are kind of combo guards, and I kind of parallel it a little bit, too. I know this is years back, but looking at the way that Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars used to play together in Detroit, those were two guys that were pretty much combo guards around the same size in the backcourt, and they were able to make it work. Joe Dumars was a little bit more of the scoring type but could still make plays. Isaiah more so made plays but could score it. And so I think you could, you know, I'm not trying to say that, obviously, Colin Sexton— and um mm-hmm. and you know Markel Fultz would be you know Joe Dumars and Isaiah Thomas, but I could see those two combo type guys you know fitting in the backcourt together. But obviously that guy passed on, so you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, we, I don't know. I hope he gets it together. Nobody wants to see that type right. of story. But I and mean, I, it makes I think, me. I think the seventy six is like the right. time is winding down with their patience with them. Right,
0: it makes me wonder too if like. If he truly had the confidence that he spoke of when he was coming into the league or if it was a false thing. Because you got, when Markel Force was coming into the league, when he was about to get drafted, he said his goals his rookie year were to win not only rookie of the year, but to also be MVP of the league his rookie year. And you look at a guy that was far and away not even close to being considered for either of those things. And so it's like, was that like a false kind of put on to kind of like overcompensate for, I'm kind of a little bit nervous about yeah. being this guy, being the number one pick. All that's on my shoulders, or did something just happen to him once he got in that
1: organization? Well, yeah, like I, like when you say something like that as a rookie, man, MVP, come on, cut yeah. it out. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it, you know, it, 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 in time will, in time, due time will tell, I guess. Due time will tell. But uh, what you think about Jimmy's comments about Marquar? <laughs> I remember a couple podcasts ago, Los, you were saying Jimmy was a bad teammate. You see him supporting his teammate. Y'all think it's legit, or y'all think it's just like, uh, he trying to... What was his comments? What was his comments? He, he was just saying, you know, he, you know, he, just being supportive of him, you know what I'm saying, you know, being encouraging of him, you know, during the tough time that he's going through. Well, I mean, I, I think he said the right things, you know, and I don't, I don't think Jimmy Bo is a bad person, but I just think... It, the truth will come out eventually with Jimmy. Jimmy is who he is. You know, let them go on the losing streak. Right now, everything good. He hit a couple game winners. So everything is all smiley and good. But let that team start taking a couple L's and things getting rough. Yeah. You know, I know it's kind of off the, the little, you know, topic of Markel.
2: But, you know, I'm still not a big huge fan of the Jimmy thing. It'll all sort itself
1: out, though. Yeah, I, I like Jimmy, man. I like Jimmy Buckets, man. I, I told you he would be that clutch factor for them. he finally got a closer. And they, they definitely got a close in him, you know, in Philadelphia. So, um, uh, it was something else we said we was going to talk about in the NBA. I forgot. The... <laughs> it's not really much going yeah, on. Yeah, it's kind of, it's but been a
0: little bit dead, honestly, recently in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, because, I mean, nothing's
1: really going to happen until after All-Star break. That's when things really started to pick up. Yeah, when you get close. Because things are really, really tight in the West. Uh I think one thing that's interesting is how bad, uh, how bad the Rockets have, have been this year yep. so far, you know.
0: But if you really uh, if you really look at it, I think an interesting parallel is kind of how um, going back to Mike D'Antoni's Phoenix Suns days when they reached kind of that apex and got kind of the closest that they had gotten mm-hmm. to winning the championship the year that Robert Ory did the dirty play that caused when he pushed Steve Nash into the sideline, the players came on the court, all that kind of stuff. Really, the Phoenix Suns would have probably won that championship. That's back in 07. Um, but one, after they had kind of gotten to that point, then you saw that steady decline from them after that. And it's like, is that going to be kind of the same thing from the Rockets? I mean, they reached that high point of almost taking out, you know, the Golden State Warriors. And then now you see them this year, they've been kind of struggling and can't really find their foot and so forth.
1: What do you think about when they tried, when they... Who they, let, they let go of Trevor Ariza, and I don't think – I think us as Lakers fans understand the intangibles that can be recorded on the stat sheet of what Trevor Ariza brings to the team. And just that t- that toughness being on the floor, they're missing it. And, you know, they're missing a guy that can, you know, knock down shots, you know, like like Trevor could and, and can defend like Trevor could yeah. and also gave you an extra rebound on the floor. I mean, Trevor Reese was very important to how successful yeah. he was last year. And I don't, think, I don't think it's said enough, and I think that it's often overlooked because he's a role player, but, you know, I can could, I could tell you he was a legitimate part of, of the Lakers, um, you know, championship run, you know, in 09. So, I mean, it, you know, it, you, they are a different look. They do have a different attitude about them. So then we didn't even talk about – did we talk about Melo? You know, Melo being let go.
0: Oh, we you ain't talked about that a little bit before and yeah. the past thing. I know. mean,
1: I don't. That was kind of like a low key desperation move. You know, that was one of those last things that they was trying to do to to hold this thing together. You gotta you gotta think. Are they in panic mode down there in Houston? You know, after you know how they was on that hiatus. Uh, you know, at the high point in the playoffs. You know, just like you said, Cause they they had a legitimate shot of being
0: legit shot. I mean the, the, Wiz- Warriors, <laughs> the Warriors. The Warriors.
1: The Warriors <laughs> I told you, man, I'm tired. <laughs> but yeah, the Warriors. So you know, will they climb out of this? I don't know. But right now, I'm you know, I in the standings wise, it don't seem like anybody's doing too bad though no. in the West, you know? And and then surprisingly, you look how good the Blazers are doing. So, I mean that you know, it's just I guess it's just too early to really yeah, it's
0: it's going to take once you get more so 30, 40 games within the season you're going to kind of start see things start to materialize. Um really kind of like 40 games deep, Brighton is still just so so up and down. Um like you said the Western Conference teams within the playoff hunt are separated by 2 or 3 games. You look at the Western Conference, and the Clippers are up towards the top. The Memphis Grizzlies are up towards the top. (laughs) Um, I don't think that that's going to sustain itself. I think that things will start falling into place. Golden State, once Steph gets back, who's the actual MVP of that team? Yeah, Um, he's proof. Kevin's
1: been going off last year. Yeah, Kevin's been
0: going off, but Steph is still the most important player on that team. Yeah, he is. Um, He'll
2: be back
1: Saturday
2: against
1: Detroit, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Kevin Durant, I don't, Kevin Durant had the opportunity to show people that look, hey, look, yeah, Steph is great, but look, I'm, you know, I'm the truth. And it's like, he just was like, the last two games, he's like, okay, I gotta really show these people. But like, you know, he should have been doing it the whole time while his stuff was out. He had a whole, know. like, what, two weeks to show? Yeah, him.
0: I, I kind of disagree, bro. I just hope he save it and leave it all in the tank for when he come to L.A., bro. I don't need yeah. him going to.
1: Kevin Durant kind of, <laughs> I mean, Kevin Durant is great, don't get me wrong, but he kind of just been rude. I don't like all his little antics, man, like him cussing out the fan, him telling the reporter, don't ask me that. Like, how you going to tell a reporter? That's his job to ask you a question, like, like it's like he prides himself in like talking down upon people who can't defend themselves. Like the, you know, he know the reporter can't come back at him, so he gonna say that to him. He know the fan can't do nothing, so he gonna say that. Like like Kevin Durant, it's like oh, at first like he came in the league as the nice guy, the golden child. Everybody thought he was like innocent. And, you know, he won MVP, he did the whole mom, you're the real MVP thing. And, and fell in, you know, people fell in love with him. He was the sweetheart of the NBA. <laughs> and then he just went in overdrive. since he made the decision he made because he knew he would get backlash for it. It's not like he's trying to prove to him, like, no, this is the real Kevin Durant. I'm really a bad guy. I'm really a badass. Like, I'm really, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like he's just doing too much to prove that. He's not the good guy no more, you know? I, I just, I, I see your point, and I kind of, I don't
2: agree with your point, but I think he has a lot going on, you know, and like you said, a lot of it is his fault, but when you do that, and you go and you make that type of bold move, you know you're going to get backlash. The last people you want to get crap from is your own teammates, you know what I'm saying? So when you have that type of move, you at least thought you had your teammates in your corner and so when you have that type of stuff happen it, it, it kind of, I feel like, you know, he, he felt like he was by himself, you know, no nobody really backed him up, you know, you already got the world saying you a snake, and then you got Draymond coming out saying, you know, we won before you got here, we don't need you type of stuff, it's like, you know, that, that messes with pride, you know, and you got all these people chir- chirping and stuff, and you know, at the end of the day, we just, I think we gotta realize that these people are humans too, and we expect yeah. a lot of people, and you know, he did come out with this, he did come in the league with this golden boy you know, type of feel to him and this good guy feel to him. But at the end of the day, you know, he he probably, like, he he wants, he's growing into his own, you know, and you can kind of see that. And I kind of respect him, you know, being real because, you know, like he said, he got on uh, Chris Haynes' uh, show and he said, he was like, you know, how you going to be a grown A man and you go and heckle other grown A mans at a game, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it is kind of weak in my opinion, to do that, you know, and so, if he gonna help you, the, the fan can help with him, but he can't, as soon as he say something back to the fan, it's a problem, you know what I'm saying, like, yo, the fan can do this, say, X, Y, and Z, but as soon as he say something, you know, it's a problem, so I, I kind of see his frustration with that, you get this everywhere you go, you got people helping you, you, saying this, and saying stuff for now about Draymond, and he was already hearing it enough, and so I kind of get his frustration
1: again, there are people at the end of the the thing with with thing with Draymond though, again with the tone of, with Durant, he brought it up on himself first. First, you know, you know, with Draymond, it doesn't help you when you're in the media when people are asking you about your future and you're not giving a legitimate answer. Like you, you, you saying basically all but saying that you're leaving. Like you could, it's a way to handle I, that. Like LeBron is the king of handling I, that. Like, everybody in America knew that LeBron was going that, was leaving. I, but LeBron still kept it classy. He was like, I don't, I'm not focused on this season. I'm I, focused on but this
0: season. But the thing about it, I don't see where KD was so much different with that. He's basically let him know that he's going to make his decision after the year. He's going to leave his options open, and that's what he – he's going to be a free agent. No, he, in, in my opinion, like I said before – Draymond can't come any way at Kevin Durant about a decision of being a free agent when he was the one after he lost in the finals to be right after he come out the shower to go and call Kevin Durant on the phone and say, you as a free agent, come and join us. But now you got a problem with a man making a decision a couple of years later that may not benefit you.
1: To me, that's hypocritical. I don't think it's so much of his decision. It's just how open he is. I mean, when you're saying stuff like uh I you know, Kevin Durant saying stuff when he asked about his decision. I want you know, I want the big contract, you know, I see other guys getting it and I'll deserve it. You know Gold's play say, can't afford him. No,
0: but you but you say that and you say how LeBron handled it, but LeBron said before free agency that he was no longer taking cuts. He said his next contracts completely, he's taking the max. So that's all Kevin Durant is saying. He gonna get his payday. I feel like what what we getting back at is now we want kind of what Los was saying, we want athletes to be veiled and not be real and not be transparent. All the man said is he want to get paid. If 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 golden state really want to make it happen, they can technically pay them. They just gonna to have to pay their luxury tax.
1: But it's a certain so, camaraderie. I'm speaking from a teammate aspect. If I see my teammate in the media and I don't it doesn't really seem as though he wants to be here then I don't blame Draymond for, you know, in the heat of the moment, bringing that to his face because that's how the locker room really feels. Yeah, feel you know, like and that's how I'm coming in. I don't care what the – I'm not speaking on the fan aspect. Now, the heckling part, you're going to get heckled 82 games out of the year. Like, what's but, new, man? Like, but this, that comes with but this territory. Right,
0: but right. that, but this is my thing. This is my thing, and, and it's kind of how Los was saying – that we expect these people to pretty much be to a point where they're not humans you got to look at it and i'm gonna just be honest and transparent us i'm gonna talk about it on the pod. us as the opinionated bench warmers even on twitter we didn't have people come at us and now when they come at us sideways how do we feel yeah how do we feel we want to react and say this and that and you know have it be a man-to-man type of situation but then we expect a guy like Kevin Durant that's a man like every single one of us that's talking on this podcast right now to just be able to completely ignore that when people saying different stuff about him his family his mom anything like that you as a man if somebody understands how heckling you and talking about your girl or talking about your uh or talking about your mom or talking about your sister yeah. How is that gonna feel? You think you're just gonna be able to be like, okay, well, you know, I'm I'm this celebrity, I'm this star athlete, I don't have any type of feelings, yeah, the thing I'm a robot. Thing
2: about that is, yeah, we say all that. know, the it, one time that he did respond to a fan, but let's look at the many
1: times. I mean, this is happening. This happens every single night that he don't say nothing. He just act like he don't hear. Yeah. You know, we We can't spot like the one time he did clap back. I don't I, okay, he clapped back. It's too bold moved, for me, you know bro. what I'm saying? I just think you I don't know, know. I just think that we gotta cut the man some a break. I think that when when if somebody's heckling me and I know they trolling like and I know that I'm like, well, like you're only doing this because you because you can. Like I'm not. I guess you know I shouldn't be so hard on them for you know coming at them, but it's just like that jumbled up with like all the other stuff kind of aggravates me with him. Not a reporter thing. I'm not okay. Okay. I I, I feel you on that's, that's that. Me. The man, the reporter's that's doing way. his job. I yeah, feel it. Way. That's wank. Like, you could, if you didn't want to answer that question, be like, I don't have no comment on it or whatever. No, I feel you on that one. I give you,
0: know, you that one, but, but I, I just don't ask me that no more. I mean, it's still, he didn't do it. He means like he wasn't an a-hole. He just
1: said, don't ask me that. That's no more. not a, that's not being an a-hole saying, don't ask me that no more. Now, being an a-hole is like, don't ask me that. Ask and that's his first. That's probably ever for the first time personally asking that question. But at the same time, to give credit to Kevin Durant. He personally to that same reporter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's that's great, but I mean, I got, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know, I'm just, those are the few things, like said, problems that I have with Kevin Durant, to, like, I don't, I, 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 I got you, I just think you gotta, we gotta look at it
2: the whole big picture, and, you know, put in the fact that he is a human. When you're going through all that, you got all this
1: chirping. You got all this going around you. Your team is losing. Then I don't you like know? that he went to Golden to State either. I feel like they that know. was a cop-out. After right. just beating Golden State. I mean, after He's just, just going barely losing I think you got to look at that bigger picture. You got to look at it and say, okay, you know, he's frustrated. He's going through a lot right now. And so he is saying stuff to the fan and to the reporter. You know, you kind of got to look at the bigger picture and cut. I say again, cut the man a break. I ain't cutting him naked. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. His, his behavior has been inexcusable to me.
0: I, I, I think... I think you writing it a little bit too hard, honestly. Too I hard. I just think, want him to come to LA. No, but I, I think you, ex, I think you expecting once again, you know, an athlete to be a robot. No, right? I'm
1: not expecting him to be a robot. I just don't like. I guess when LeBron, I mean Kevin Durant, like I've been following him since he was at University of Texas, and like I guess people can change and evolve, but who he was back then and how he's mm-hmm. acting now is not really kind of, you know, it, it's not. It, it just seems, you know how I feel about Steph, too. But let me Steph ask as well. you
0: let me ask you this, and I'm not saying I'm a good thing or a bad thing. Are you the same person you were at 18?
1: No, but I'm not saying, I'm saying not even from, you know, from who he was. Like, even in the league, like, he's not the same guy that said, Mom, you the real MVP. It's me. You know what I'm saying? Like, tearing up at the MVP's podium and all of that. Like, it's just like he's trying to be this you know, I guess. The, I guess. Hey, I guess he's been turned into a monster. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z said, "I, I would have been the same had I remained the same me." So maybe it's that kind of thing. You know, but I guess it's just it's just kind of difficult for me to digest. You know who this new Durant is. You know what I'm saying? I, in the same breath, you can't really take that small. Two week or week brand, and then really kind of put it overcasted on him and say he changed too. Again, you gotta look at the bigger picture and what he was going through during that time. I mean, he definitely changed. Record. He says he changed. He says yeah, he changed. He's not, he's not the a hole that you know we we seen in those in that interview and talking. <laughs> oh no, yes, like he that. is. Just because of that, those two instances, we can't just say I, an A-hole our favorite thing. basketball player is a, is a complete a hole. We all agree with it. We all agree with it. We, we 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 yeah. understand it. You know Kobe Bryant, We understand it. But because we but, love him. But but But, but he's an a hole Nope. Hey. But right. this is Mo. Right. All right. Yeah, but right but but going right. but
0: right be This is where you to to get to a double standard here, because you talk about how we all love Kobe, Yeah. And now you trying to compare Durant to being a similar way, but then you got an issue with Durant.
1: No, that's what I That's what I said before. I said that i was like, I'm not used to seeing a Durant, bit a little a hole ever since we've known him, you know what I'm saying, but Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying, it's just kind of weird, Just I guess that's what I'm saying, I'm not being hard on him, I'm not, I guess I'm not criticizing, I didn't like his actions, I don't think they fit him because of, of who I've known him to be, but it's just kind of like, are you really like that, or are you just but, how,
0: but then, once again, how well do we truly know these
1: people? Yeah. Oh, come on, man, my job is not to know, him. we analyzing what's going on, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know, we don't know any of these guys, really, right? We only can go. We only can go by what we see in, in the actions that they that they do. You know what I'm saying? That's all we can go by. But that's you know that's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if we if y'all like if we look y'all love Kobe Bryant, then y'all can't you know it, it can't be like oh Kevin Durant oh he's just having a moment. You know what I'm saying? Or he just you know. But then like
0: I said once again, if you're gonna say on one end you love Kobe, then you still can't come on the flip side and say that if Kevin Durant is portraying some of those characteristics, that I don't like KD. No, I, I, say no, I
1: didn't have, did I ever say I didn't like KD. Uh, that's what you alluded to. I don't like he's behaving. I, don't, I, I, like, I love KD's game. And I respect his game. You know, I love him. I love top five players in the game, no doubt, top two. But, you know, I just don't think that those actions fit him. But, I mean, I could. I don't know him. Just like y'all say, I don't know him. But just going out previous years with evidence of his actions, you know what I'm saying? But then again, like I said, you know, like Jay-Z said, he would have went insane had he remained the same Kevin Durant. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that's the case that we're seeing. And if that's the case, if, if how he's behaving, and which he's alluded to in his interviews, basically saying that he's changed and that everybody, you know, this is not the old Kevin Durant. You know, and that's fine because everybody has to cope with those things, like you say. 82 games a night, he's getting heckled. So, I mean, that could push somebody over the edge. I'm not, I'm not faulting him for that. But what I'm pointing to, all I'm saying is that his behavior for the past, like, year or so, it, it, ever since he went to go to State, I hadn't liked it. Right? That's fair enough. You, it's can,
2: fair. I can't, you
1: can't change a man's opinion. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it. Kevin Durant going to So y'all going to see the opinion act like y'all was Kevin Durant going to go to State? No, I said that. <laughs> I didn't like him going and topping on that team. We've had a long
2: argument about that you know who started all this stuff and you know i said that during that argument like i don't like it like you know i think it, he shouldn't have done that but again that's the way to win this shit. now you know you build a super team it's it's just how it's how it's the new it's a new way of doing it you know it's no more you know building up and you know building this team start from scratch it's sign you some free agents and go get you a championship that's just
0: how it's done yeah and i'm gonna be honest bro i'm not gonna even lie right here when KD went to Golden State, I was happy when he made the move because at that point, I still was in the LeBron hater camp, and I wanted LeBron to lose, and I knew Golden State joining up that LeBron wouldn't beat that team. So I'm not about to sit here and say that when KD made the move, I didn't like it because I did like it because I knew that team was going to beat LeBron at the time. Now, of course, I do root for LeBron, and he in L.A. now, but I wasn't tripping when the move happened.
1: Yeah, I was tripping because it mean that basketball was going to be boring for the next Four or five years, which proven to be true uh, because Kevin Durant about to leave. But like Draymond say, I don't know if they necessarily need Kevin Durant to win a championship. So, I mean, they yeah. proven they don't need him, you know. So, yeah, but I, I think, reason, I man. think,
0: yeah, I think he can, it's very convenient for him to say that at this point. But you call a man because you felt you needed him to win a championship. All
1: right, all right. <laughs> you really don't like Draymond. <laughs> no, because I, I feel like that's.
0: I just feel like that's that's super hypocritical to down-talk a man or to try to put that out now when you were the one that was trying to lure him back in the day to go away from a team. But now that he got another chance to make a decision, then you throwing it in his face. I get what you're saying about the locker room. I feel it. I, I, I got you. But I just think that that's hypocritical. And so I don't think that Draymond should really, if he was the one who called KD. So
1: who's a better teammate? Real thing. quick, guys. Who's the better teammate, Draymond or Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. DC. I think Draymond. I think okay. Draymond. But anyway. I'll thing you, before we wrap this subject, was, I know you're about to wrap it up.
2: Uh, you know, the worst thing KD could have done on the subject of, you know, Answering those questions about free agency and saying, Yeah, 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 I'll be back. They come the summer and then I'll be back. Now how that team would feel about
1: KD. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like he doing the right thing, he wanna get paid. Everybody knew he was gonna leave anyway. Everybody knows he's gonna leave, but like you you don't have to just put it put it in my face every it, it's only twenty games in the season and you already put it in my face and I'm your teammate. Like we know you're gonna leave, just focus on this shit. And yeah, that's, you you, that's all you should but, but, be focusing on. but ask the question every night. What you want to do? <laughs> right. You say See, I'm, focusing on, on said, I'm, I'm focusing on on this I'm shit. I'm focusing
0: on this shit. I'm focusing on this shit. I'm focusing. No, yeah. whatever. But then go, but we, we but we if we he start but then do that, then he ain't
1: being real. I. He being real with the – man, your teammates know what that mean. Your teammates know what's real. You know, like tell us. Like you can lie to us. But like, yo, for the sake of your life, be a good teammate. Be like – I don't want my teammates seeing all of this. They know I'm leaving, but at least I'm going to just be respectful and say, look, I'm focused on the Golden State Warriors and the organization right now. I'll make that decision after the season over with. That's all you got to say. But anyway, whatever. We didn't even talk about Ruben Foster getting signed by the Ooh <laughs> Who's it?
0: Yeah, this. Yeah, right. I kind of was
1: interested in there because it kind of brings an interesting conversation. Of why trouble guys get so many chances. Like when I think about Josh Gordon, when you think about a boy from San Francisco that went to the Raiders, that yeah, you talking about uh, Alden Smith? Alden Smith. You know these guys like they constantly prove and show who they are. You know and that they can't stay out of trouble, but team after team keeps continuously giving them chances. Yeah. Talent,
0: talent trumps any of that, man. Teams are going. They see that talent out there. And as much as teams can tell you, talent trumps character in, in their perspective, in their eyes. And they always feel like they can be the one to fix the guy. They can always be the one that he'll turn it around once he get into their system. Same with the boys who we'll played
1: for Dallas Cowboys. The defensive end who
0: Yeah. He, what's his name? Man, what am I? Randy Gregory. Was it Randy Gregory? Greg? Oh, are you, talking, are you talking about Hardy or Greg? Hardy. Yeah. Hardy. Who yeah, used no. to play for the Panthers and then yeah. he went to Dallas.
1: Yeah, just trouble guys like yeah. But I am over it. I've seen this yeah. movie way too many times. Like Josh Gordon is holding it together by thread. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like he's pretty much the only one that's been but he think about how many times he got suspended, how many yeah. times he missed out how much football he's missed because he couldn't put down the blunt. You know, like you think about how many times like like even I'm starting to think just about Jameis Winston. Like, you know, like I I don't know, you know, when, when they showed you who they are the first time, believe them. Yeah. You know, and now the Redskins is about to go through that. You know, you know, he got arrested again a couple of weeks ago after being arrested in the beginning of the season. He barely was drafted because of getting in trouble. Thank God we missed that. The Saints had the, By the one, Saints was about to a call about him up them. and he, they took him one before us. Thank God that happened. Because we would be in the same type of bind. Think about how much that'll sell us back. You know, we, yeah. wouldn't, get, we wouldn't have ram check right now. Right. So, I mean, I, I mean, what you think, Loves, when they show you who they are the first time, do you believe them? You have to, man. This is not the first time he's dealt with something, so... Especially you know, domestic abuse. Why are you continuously getting arrested for domestic abuse, bro? The same thing, you know. He's showing a trend. He's showing that he
2: has a problem, you know. When you know something's going to jeopardize your money, when you're making that type of money and you continue to do the same thing that's jeopardizing your job, your Johnny career, ben your Zip. life, that shows that you have a problem, you know, and that
1: shows that there is a problem there, you know, and it what frustrates mm-hmm. me the most about this, and I'm going to speak on it. No, speak oh, on speak, it. You know, speak on no. it. Oh, speak on it. Of that, but they would rather take
2: the backlash of somebody that's hitting on a female, on a woman, on the beautiful women of this world. They'll take a chance on somebody that's constantly did that and give them a shot, but not take, they don't want to take the backlash of giving Colin Kaepernick a shot when they're giving all these trash quarterback shots like Tom Savage. You know, when you got Blake Bortles starting on a team, that, you know, it's it's frustrating, man. It's just frustrating, it just shows you know it shows you know and I'm getting a little passionate about this because you know it's, it's you know it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a touchy subject but I, I'll just say I, I just don't I don't understand how you can accept that backlash but don't want to accept the backlash with somebody that's kneeling and that's standing up for something
1: bigger than than, 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 than himself yeah I agree completely you hit the nail on the head mm-hmm. I have nothing to add on to that all right
0: they don't want him to be more than an athlete pretty yeah, much yeah
1: pretty much man but you know but you know, I think that the Redskins are gonna shoot themselves in the foot with this move. That he's not gonna do right, and when they prove it to you the first time, you gotta believe it, man. Yeah. You gotta believe it. Then, but you know, they did put him on the, uh, <laughs> they did put him on the uh, com- with the commissioner's exempt list, so he can't really play until his his issues are sorted out. But, uh, you know, I just pray for all parties involved, and uh, you know. Pray for the young lady, you know, whoever, whatever the situation was. I wasn't there. I don't know anything about that. I just covered the sports aspect of it. But, you know, just hopefully, you know, it works out, you know, in the favor in the best way that it can possible. So, I think we got that out the way, man. We got it out. Another great episode. Uh, man, like I always say, you know, make sure that you're subscribing to the podcast on Stitcher, on Google Play, on iTunes. Make sure that you follow us on O underscore benchwarmers on Twitter and Instagram. And uh interact with us there. Uh we're waiting on your comments. Uh we appreciate all the feedback that we're getting. We appreciate you listening as always. So we're gonna get on out of here until next episode. Peace out. Later.